Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Stewart. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow member of the Chocolate Cartel, Taylor Sokol. <laughs> Today we're reviewing the musical fantasy film Wonka. This is written by Simon Farnaby and Paul King. With a story by Paul King and he also directed it. Now, Paul King is the director of the Paddington movies. Um, I have not seen either. I've heard amazing things, and the third one is on the way. But this is uh, kind of his own story of a young Willy Wonka, kind of an origin story that uh, will eventually would lead into the film that we know with Gene Wilder of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So this was one that uh, you know we saw reports of this quite a while back. Um, that was going to be a musical adaptation. And, of course, interesting with Timothy Chalamet to play a young Willy Wonka and see what this is about. So we're not going to do major spoilers today, but uh, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Wonka. So in Wonka, Timothy Chalamet, who plays the title character, armed with nothing but a half full of dreams, a young chocolatier, Willy Wonka, manages to change the world one delectable bite at a time. And so he's off to make his mark as a chocolatier at this uh, famous gourmet place where the best chocolatiers or the best chocolate makers in the world are there. And so he's looking to use his talents and to make it big and to spread that. So, you know, right off the bat, I think, you know, seeing the trailer and seeing what Timothy Chalamet has, you know, created for a young Willy Wonka, it you really, really is capturing the, the whimsical nature of this, who would be as we've seen in, you know, Gene Wilder in the books is very kind of closed off, very odd person has been isolated in a way for people that how did he get like this? And what was he before? Because there had to have been someone who was, you know, this whimsical excited person that had a love of making chocolate for people around the world. Yeah. 
that was something I had to kind of grasp right away is one, this is definitely aimed towards kids and like, you know, families with young kids mm-hmm. and maybe after, you know, 40 years of becoming the greatest chocolatier and then living that stress of like the world's demand, maybe we can see, you know, there almost needs to be like another story where we see kind of the fall of Wonka where he decides to choose to do this competition that then one day will be, he's handing his factory over, right? Of the main story we know. Because what is kind of hard to grasp at first, and this is no fault of some of the Chalamet, this is how the direction is, is he's almost over the top wacky just for being, just for the, the sake of it. It's not like yeah. it's, um, I didn't, I, I wouldn't say overacting because like Timothy Chalamet is an actor that we've seen in so many projects where he's very subdued. He's very, I'd say like Dune was the most like kind of a screamy, you know, he can get with like more of an action based film, but like in movies like Call Me My Your Name and stuff like he, he can have a very, he has this kind of subtle nature to him. And this Mm -hmm. is a very different role for him where he gets to be goofy and silly and, there was moments where I was like, I think it works. And there's times where I'm like, that just felt a little overplayed or like, it's a little over the top for me. Yeah. But again, this is supposed to be a kid's movie. I think overall the plot is fine, but I almost am more interested in like, where did he find all these ingredients and how did he know about Oompa Loompa land? And like, you know, they have these little moments throughout the film that are kind of like little, uh, you know, I guess you could say like would have been like a, a flashback. Yeah. Um, and I'm when he's like making his little chocolate and his little like he has this cool little briefcase that opens up. It's like a mini factory. He has all these ingredients that are very Willy Wonka. It's like oh, uh, tears of a thunder cloud uh, for this, and you know, oh, this yeah, the, from a the laughter of a child. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like okay, how you know in a world where it's like. These this chocolate, uh, these like really famous chocolatiers that are are you know really making the money here in the main city, probably doing the very standard way of making chocolate. How does he have all these like wacky ingredients, and how does he know how to make them? You know, it's like there's kind of a whole skip story. Of yeah, like there was like there was more of an interesting movie that I wanted to see. Like when we see the trailer, and you know, again, this is part of I think of a miss of the film that I would have loved more. You know, we see in the trailer, oh, we've got an Oompa Loompa, and, and Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant gets to play uh, this uh, Oompa, I guess. And he's not, there's not a lot of him in the film as much as I was expecting. I thought there was going to be a lot more. And yeah, there's this one flashback where, you know, oh yeah, I, I, you're the, I was on the Loompa land. I was on your island. And then that's it. And then there was like, I really wanted more of that, like his travels, like, and that's always kind of been hinted at, like in the original Willy Wonka that was hinted at. And then we had Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where you do see like him actually, you know, traveling the world. And there was a lot more of the mm-hmm. history of Willy from a young kid to that. We, I think we had a, a big miss of like, well, how did you, there's gotta be more to like the, the, the magicalness of this and whatnot. And I, I would love to see like, okay, well, how does it get to, and, and frankly, it's kind of funny because when I saw this in theaters um, uh, with my niece, she was like, you're looking at her, <laughs> the watch. I was like, wait a second. 
this this can't be in a movie. Like, how does he become this guy later? I'm like, well, that's probably a whole other movie. But there is a bit stuff missing that I would have loved to see more of in this film. Well, yeah, because like he's he's a poor guy. It has this movie has a very Dickens kind of quality to it. Where like, very, yes, it's almost like a you know, there's not really a time period you could say. It has a turn of the century vibe, um, but it's definitely like you know, there's cars and electricity. It's not like it's like in a you know 18th century or something so clearly this would probably be like i don't know if you think of the gene wilder movie being probably like 1950s 60s you know maybe this is like the 1910s 1920s it has kind of a ambiguous time era but the way the town is shaped and everything it's kind of like he's he gets stuck in the situation where he has like no money and it's a very Dickens thing where he he ends up having to work for Mrs. Scrubbit, played by <laughs> Olivia Coleman, who was fantastic in the role. And actually, it was funny. The guy that is like her counterpart, Bleacher, at first, I swore I was like, oh, that's Jermaine Clement. Because he sounds just like the role that Jermaine played in Men in Black 3. He has like almost that same yeah. very deep voice. But no, it's an actor called Tom Davis, who's also done a lot of British stuff. And the two of them are kind of like very classic kids movie where it's like they're like goofy, funny villains that like yeah. have all these people that have uh, for some reason or other done all these things in their they have a they have a laundry business. She's like she's like this. she's like Mrs. Hannigan with cross with Miss Trunchbull. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's like Trunchbull meets Hannigan meets a little bit of uh, Mrs. Lovett from Sweet. Yeah, and we got the and you got the artful Dodger over here, you know, <laughs> a little yeah. Oliver Twist. And um, they uh, so like all these people are stuck at this business, having to pay off their debt, and it's mm-hmm. almost like they're gonna work forever. And Willie gets stuck there, and it's like his whole dream is to open his own chocolate store at this area. And then there's this whole, like, very, this is very Rodaldo style of, like, there'd be, like, a chocolate cartel. Uh, <laughs> and that Slugworth and these other two companies are kind of secretly working together in the guise of, like, they are making a ton of money, and they're kind of owning the city. I would say one of the best parts of the movie is definitely Keegan-Michael Key. That's the corrupt police chief. (laughs) The way that they, he's the chief of police and he, uh, he's willing to do the cartel's business, uh, even with like really bad stuff. And his, his payment is chocolate and he becomes bigger and fatter throughout the movie. Paid by the pound, literally. By the, by the last moment of the movie with him in it, I was like, out loud laughing i was dying it was so he can't even get out of his car he's just so funny he's just so fat um there's definitely some recognizable actors in here like i said uh jim carter as uh, abacus crunch you know denton abbey fame Livia coleman hugh grant um rowan atkinson is in this as this kind of corrupt uh member of the church um he's like father julius he was wasted in this film he is probably in the film this is a it's not two hours. It's like an hour 50 or so. He was in maybe for like five six minutes. minutes of like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In total. And I was like, they show him slightly earlier in the film and then he doesn't come back in for like another like hour, 20 minutes. So I wish they had more of him because he's really great. But okay. In terms of just the movie, um, 
the other main character is this girl named Noodle, who's an orphan girl, who Willie kind of takes under her wing. It's not a, by any means a romantic relationship. They probably would have, you know, I think the way they kind of filmed it, it's supposed to be like, Willie's probably like 22 or something. You know, he's he's young, 20s. She was probably like 14, 15 maybe yeah. area, if that, you know. But I think what people will like for this if they're kind of into the Willy Wonka story is it is a story of like potential and hope and magic um, and how the simplest thing can become something wonderful. And that's very much what Willy Wonka does is mm-hmm. these other companies will just make chocolate. He takes chocolate and makes it into the thing of dreams. He makes mm-hmm. it into something yeah. that it kind of transpires what you're thinking food can do. And I like that they gave some emotional backstory to why Willie's kind of doing this. Like he never really thought of himself as, as kind of doing a chocolate business, but there's a whole backstory with his mom. So I, they gave emotional weight. This is very much a musical movie. There are songs throughout the entire film. And some of them I thought were catchy and good. Some of them were just like, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, overall, I think people will enjoy this. It's like a pleasant experience. But at the end of the day, because Taylor and I are on the same page, the Gene Wilder version is just so embedded in like nostalgia and just that performance. This still falls into a category of all these things we've been having the last several decades of like, do we need these like prequels and sequels and in betweenquels that are like meant yeah. to show? you know, other moments of a character that we've loved so much in pop culture. Like I don't do, know. Yeah, know. I mean, do, is there better to leave things to the imagination or the pure imagination, if you will? And yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, would they, could I see them doing maybe another one? Um, maybe. I mean, it's doing well at the box office, but I don't think we need to. But yes, I agree for, for fan. This is definitely more for kids, but families will enjoy this. Um, it does like again good nods to the original, but uh, again for me, I'm I'm always just going to be a sucker for the the Gene Wilder version, and that's just that's just going to be what's going to always I'm going to always continue to go back to that. But definitely a shout out to performances. I mean, Timothy Chalamet, I love that he's branching out in something very different, and I think yeah. he did a great yeah. job kind of capturing the the spirit of hope. And I think especially in this uh, a film like this to kind of close out the year um definitely uh you know worth checking out but for me personally i'm gonna give it you know for what it is you know as a prequel but as a family friendly film in the spirit of that i'm gonna give my um i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 that's what i'm gonna do yeah because i mean at the end of the day i'm like torn i (laughs) i on one side i feel like this is not a movie that we needed this is not a movie that needed to be made uh but there is something that I'm I'm interested in the idea of how did how did this big tycoon become what we see in you know the time period when Gene Wilder's character is like he's ready to be done and there's there's such an interesting way that Gene Wilder played the character because at times he would be kind of whimsical but at times he'd be kind of terrifying yeah and you know and you never knew if he was telling the truth or not. That was all that character work that he did. And this is a very bright, colorful, you know, nothing's really going to 
that happen, just a fun, you know, children's movie. So I definitely laughed at times. I thought the music was catchy. Only a few songs were kind of like, eh. And I think the production value, I think that's something Paul King does really well. I've heard I should watch the Patton movies. Hey. I think we should check them out because apparently they're they're really good. I haven't read a Paddington book and like, you know, we're talking 25, 30 plus years. But uh, I think Paul King definitely has an eye for capturing maybe stuff that, you know, it's like what children and adults can like together and have a bit of a combo. So I'm going to agree. I'm going to give 7.5 out of 10 for Wonka. But you can make your own decision. Go out and get yourself a sweet treat and enjoy Wonka now playing in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email the Potential Podcast at Yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.